get into the wild card. 86 got the Phillies all the way to the World Series. He's a break it to you, man. I don't think it was your vision. Deepa Hunkawai. This podcast is perfectly named, I would say. I hate to make excuses for Sandy and the rest of the people. No, you don't. You've been doing it all year. You do. I do hate it. I'm just going to say it. fucking hitting bombs to fucking Diocho. Like, Jack that's my base. If that continues, there's no way we make the playoffs. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the Battered Marlins podcast. I'm joined today by a few familiar faces. You'll notice the most handsome among us is missing today. He's he's spreading the messy word in, in downtown Orlando today. But you know me, Brandon. I'm joined today by Callie and Spaz. And we've got Chris behind the mic record or producing for us today. Yeah, so let's yes. kick it off with my man Callie. What are you up to today? And what are you wearing on your head? Um today today's been a slow day for me, gotta be honest. I, I haven't done anything today it's actually pretty nice um on my head today i've got the u.s national team hat on um just shout out the the men play the play mexico tonight at 10 o'clock i'll be tuning into that after this is a soccer mind you not baseball uh you know historic rivalry usa and mexico so that's fine and then also in a couple weeks we have the women's national team starting the women's world cup in australia and i'll be tuning into that a lot so that's my that's my quick little shout out and giving giving some love to you know some of our hometown athletes doing it on the the big level so there it is love it man love it and now the man with the best shirt in the business what's up spaz and mustache Oh, and stash. Can't forget that. That is a fact. I know you guys talked about this. So this was actually because you guys said it's Father's Day weekend. <laughs> Marlins gave this away. I want to say last year for Father's Day. That's like a floral print. Uh, it's a little big on me, but I gotta get a tailor. But it is really dope, and it kind of goes with the with the Sugar Kings. Uh, it does. Hat. So cool I that I've worn it in the West. I've gotten some compliments, so it's pretty fucking raw. You and you wear it well too, man, because you have it open, so you got a bit of the, the yeah, man, man. hanging out, man. Dude. You gotta show the chest here. Fucking Razor Ramon, bro. Come on, we gotta we gotta get it going. Yeah. I don't I, I don't I don't got enough chest here to do that. Bro, like my, my entire break body, it out. my, my yeah, entire yeah. body like caught up like in terms of like hair production, except like my torso. Like yeah, I still so look like a fucking twelve. Hair, it's just you gotta ooze machismo, like Razor Ramon would say. You it's know, it's the attitude. It's the attitude, bro. You got it. You got it. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, not that straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone last week, so I'm I'm stoked to be back. We're glad to have you back, man. I've got the the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp hat on. Um, you know, if you follow the farm system, you'll know they've been uh, rain delay city this week. I think they've had three doubleheaders, one, two, I think lost one, and they're have another doubleheader tonight. So be interested to see what they do there. And yeah, man, just just here for the vibes, man. So I know them boys tired. <laughs> All those double headers. Yeah, man. And who was it? Somebody was telling us uh, the jumbo shrimp have more signups for the license plates, right? Than uh, Inter Miami. They better not get it before us. But I love it. That's a bad look. Chris, <laughs> I know, is. I know you're wearing a Yankees hat, bro. But I, I gotta hear, I gotta hear this. You got, you got to do your part too, man. All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll bring myself here. Now, this isn't just any standard Yankees hat, okay? Now, the difference here is, and I thought that it was pretty timely, that this Yankee hat I actually purchased at the Disney store in Times Square. So on the side here Ooh. is where you can see Mickey Mouse in pinstripes. Ooh. I like it. And what a development. On the back of the hat, the little buttons are Mickey. Oh, ears. that's dope! Oh, come on. Oh, so I love and, it, dude. And I am, I am a Disney fan, but I thought that it was timely since Danny is vacationing in Disney World and Universal. So I figured it'd be a nice touch. Damn, dude! Now I want like a Marlins one like that. Because I, I, like <laughs> I was gonna say, if too, Danny like doesn't come back with Marlins ones for the whole pod. Yeah, he's out. It's We're gonna test him out. He's yeah. out. You're in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. that's right. 
<laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, man. But so, guys, I know it's been a mixed bag for the uh, this last week. Started off really good with that sweep of the White Sox. Um, the White Sox lost well, the first game. Yeah. Well, there goes my positive thinking again. Um, Won the so, series. Tally, yeah, yeah the series right. win. I was depressed by the Seattle series, but let's jump into the White Sox series. Callie, what was your takeaways from that series, and what did you like? What didn't you like? Um. Um, what I didn't like was the first game. The bats really struggled to get going, but, but we really turned it on, um, the Saturday and Sunday game. Um, especially that Saturday felt like everything just kind of came together. That was our big one, five, one Sunday. We, we won another one runner, uh, six, five, but we did to the White Sox what we had to do to them. We knew that was a team that we had to capitalize against. We knew that was a team that we were going to hit well off of, um, especially in a park like, uh, like, Ch- like, uh, Chicago, whatever. It's not Comiskey Park anymore, whatever hell it's called now um but yeah man i mean that's that's a team that's struggling they're they're in full rebuild you know hopefully hopefully uh our front office took a good nice long look at tim anderson to try and try and bring him here so we can have that little tim anderson Luis arise up the middle combo that i'm so desperately craving but Listen, you know i'm not I'm, I'm happy with the series that Tim Anderson rumor is gaining a lot of traction. Everybody's tweeting it. And I want you guys to know, you heard it here first. Three episodes ago, I put it out there. If you go back and listen, you'll hear Callie talking over me. But it's there. <laughs> what a dick, this guy. Always talking over somebody. <laughs> I just like the attention. Yeah, the yeah. All right. You, you guys, you guys got to know this by now. It's more on you than on me, to be honest. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's my fault for talking. I That's right. That. The, the the beginning of your said <laughs> the the middle of my sentence is more important than the beginning of yours, or vice versa. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Let's All keep right. going. Keep it moving. Spaz, what did you think about the Chicago series? Um, I was, I was, I'm, I'm just happy to get out of there with a with. It should have kind of prepared us for what was coming, to be honest. Because you, if you look at everything, there's a lot of goose eggs up there. You know, there's a lot of uh, oh for whatever or like. One for four. One for, I think I think Rise had like a 0 for five or one for five or something like that. And uh, we should have yeah. known what's coming in Seattle, man. I mean, uh, but I'm I'm happy to get the fuck out of there with the series win. And then you know we all know what happened after that. So um, whatever. I mean, as long as we got those two out of three, I'm happy on the road, man. That's really all that matters. Yeah, I mean, I was happy with that too. Um, some of the things, you know, I. I probably should have seen it, but I did not see the Seattle series coming. Um, I thought our pitching looked a lot better in the White Sox series than it did in the Seattle series. I agree. Um, but I also thought, like Callie, like that game one, I don't know if it's just coming in after a day off with the travel and stuff and the bats were just quiet, but it was nice to see him pick up Saturday. I think Saturday was probably one of the better team performances we've seen outside of uh, – the previous Saturday with the athletics where we won that one with 12 one. So I was happy to see that um, the Sunday game, another one run game. Gotta love that, man. Gotta keep padding that stat still <laughs> off to the best start with one run game. So I'll take it since like 1900 but, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Brutal. You know, if in, you know, we had a, a rough sports week in South Florida with two teams making the finals and jumping out, but <clears throat> Don't sleep on the Marlins. They might be our next hope. Yeah, so it's the hope that kills you, though. So, like, but then we got to Seattle, and then I started feeling differently about that statement. <laughs> so, just to kind of like piggyback on that, I've been telling everyone. Obviously, like I, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for you guys. Like you are the Marlins fan. So, like for my friends and my family, it's like, oh yeah, Alex. Like you know, he's a Marlins guy. This and that. And I've been like, no, you guys got to watch because like we're, we're winning. We're, and then we fucking get to Seattle and they're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, you guys are not winning. <laughs> so, so we'll get into that series because God damn, that shit was rough. Yeah, a little yeah. fun, uh, fun connection from the White Sox series. So I mentioned it last uh, last time that the manager, uh, Pedro Griffol, he's a Miami guy, Columbus product. Uh, he has a son, Andrew Griffol. Uh, who I hit a home run off of in high school my senior year in the playoffs to oh, the end yeah, of season. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. And then Mike Tozar, the hitting coach, uh, Miami guy, played at University of Miami. Uh, 
I'm not sh- he, he got drafted. I'm not sure what organization. His son's a, a good friend of mine. Uh, you know, so that's cool. And then um, you have uh, Yasmani Grandal behind the plate. You know, another Miami guy. And then the funniest, well, maybe not one of the funniest connections, one of the, the outfielders for the Chicago White Sox, Clint Frazier. So my brother struck him out in high school. So my brother's kind of claimed to fame. He was a first-round pick by the Reds, I think, maybe. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. In in high school and college, you were the you were the Solaire of your team, right? Um, I wouldn't call myself a Solaire because I, I definitely hit for pretty good average. I was a power guy though. Um, the Justin I'll, Bohr. You were the Justin Bohr of your team. <laughs> uh I would say more like Garrett Cooper. Right? I'd say I was a Cooper on my team. Like I, I, I would have really impressive stretches, and then I'd get into a slump that I'm like, I'm gonna fight. Chocolate, all right. Yeah, and we played. We both played first base in high school. I moved to third in college, but I played first in high school too. So I get. I think that's an easier comp. But and Garrett Cooper Cooper. played at. Garrett Cooper played at Auburn, and I and I played Division two baseball. So. Still counts, brother. Both played in the South. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just different. Just he played in the Southeastern Conference, and I played in the South Atlantic Conference. So he played in the SEC. Just, I played in a sack. Well, that's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> but now on to the pain, guys. Seattle. Oh, we we, we my we, god. We historically just don't do well out west. Aside from the Angel series, <laughs> we, we really just don't. And, and I think making that jump from Chicago to Seattle is just hard. And so, yeah, and we're a team that, you know, we're, we rely kind of on, on a long ball type of thing. And, you know, we can be a bit feature famine and, and, and Safeco, I'm always going to call it Safeco is, is definitely pitcher friendly. So, yeah. you know, that, and we saw, we saw some of that yesterday with the way Yuri pitched, you know, he was lights out, but a couple of them getting to the warning track. That's, you know, some of those, I hate to say, don't stay in the park at, at Marlins park, but yeah. You know, those first two were brutal. We just looked bad. We just looked really bad. Much, much better yesterday. And I think a lot of that came from from Yuri uh, pitching how he pitched. What was he, six, oh, yeah. six scoreless? Yeah. Yeah, six scoreless. Sub sub two ERA, bro. Yeah. He's probably been our best pitcher since he's gone called up, I'd say. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Which is weird to say. Yeah, since I would he's say only so. 20. But, and you guys he's know I love my boy, my boy Braxton, but. Fucking. Well, I think Braxton's probably been our most consistent. Like, you know what you're going to get with him when he goes out and touches the ball. It's not, you know, my concern is, and I think I talked about it last week, is I thought for sure we're going to drop the first series against the, or first game against Seattle. And that's what ended up happening. And Lizardo, you know, we're all talking about, should we be worried about Sandy? You know, Lizardo's probably, you know, Probably the one to worry about because I don't, I don't know, man. He he didn't have it at all in that ha- uh, that first. Game. I have a I have a quick question though, because and this is just like I'm gonna chime in on I guess from an outsider's perspective. Do you? I, I didn't. I don't understand how the series versus the Mariners was was such a debacle. I mean, the, their record isn't that much off of of the Sox. <coughs> Like, is it that crazy that they obliterated us the first two of the three games? So, so my first thought about that was that that's what the Braves must have felt like when the A's went in and took two out of three. And <laughs> the A's are not good. So yeah. that's what the Braves must have felt like. Like when, you know, when we yeah. went over there, we're like, well, I thought, I, 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 don't, I can't remember our predictions, but. I think somebody said sweep. I said two. I, I might have said two out of three. I don't know. But we thought the series was like one. And then they take two out of three from us. You know, so that's that must have been what the super, super talented Braves like felt like when the A's went in there. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I love yeah. comparing ourselves to the Braves. I, I love don't it. Fuck, fuck those guys. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I didn't see it coming. I, I, I really didn't. I mean. You know, what was it? Miller was the starter for Seattle. And, like, he had some crazy stat where he's given up, like, a ridiculous amount of uh, amount of runs in his last couple starts, and then he, he only gives up one against us. 
you know. That, that, yeah, he gave up 19 <laughs> runs in his past two starts. But yeah. before that, before those starts, he had like an ERA of like one point something. So like he had he had the juice and then he hit a slump and then he fucking hits his stride against, you know, against us, which, of course, you know, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 19 runs, bro. And we get, you know, we get fucking that. So. Yeah. Kind of weird. It is, man. It's very on brand, to be honest with you. <laughs> like it would yeah. happen to us. But again, we're a team that's that's very much feast or famine, right? We we either it feels like either everyone hits or no one hits. It feels like the the pitchers absolutely shove or or they all get lit up. That and again, and I feel like I say it every week. That's the mark of a average team, and that's exactly what we are. We're an average team, and I think and I think everyone understands that we're kind of punching above our weight right now. Uh, we have a couple guys doing well, but we never have everyone doing well at the same time. Um, and yeah, and again, Seattle. It's always tough to go to Seattle. It's always a tough place to play. The ball flies differently there. It's a bigger park. You know, fans show up there. Um, yeah. You know, it's we, we just always struggle. It's it's never it's never an easy trip to make. Um, and again, the bats just didn't show up. They, it just happens. And, you know, unfortunately, it's it's not going to be the last time. You know, we're in a win series. We're not supposed to. We're in a lose series. We shouldn't. You know. Didn't a little see. piece of you uh... – well, when we were in Seattle, kind of, no fuck. That's where did Ichiro get his 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 big hit? Was it was it in Seattle? No, right. Which one? Like his big hit, like the, the three, one that, his three thousandth or yeah. whatever. That was no. in, that was with my with the Marlins. Yeah, no, yeah, he was he with was the Marlins. Marlin. But wasn't wasn't it in Seattle? No, I want to say it was at it was at home. No, I was not at home. It was definitely not at home because I was going to all those if, games and it didn't happen. Never mind. I was just are you talking about, about the three thousandth? Are you talking yeah. about the three thousandth career hit? Yeah, that was against the Rockies. The Rockies. Okay, all right, mm. all right. Because I remember I was watching it live. I couldn't remember. <coughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I miss Ichiro and the entire time I was playing the Mariners. That's all I thought about. So sorry about that. <laughs> My, you guys know I'm not the facts or stats guy. I'm just, uh, I'm just here. <laughs> he was there. He was there. He did um, the Wednesday game. I, I mean, you know, I have he, to tie it back to Washington State when I can. But that Wednesday game, he did a jersey swap with, uh, God, I forget his name. He was an average pitcher, but he played in uh, Japan, and they did a jersey swap at the game. It was pretty cool. Former Coog. Fucking love that guy. So yeah, he works I. with the he works with the club, and every now and again, he like, and when he the thing is, he still dresses up like he plays. Mm-hmm. You know, high socks and everything. yeah, he wears, he wears a high socks. He still takes batting <laughs> practice. He's still like shagging fly balls and stuff like that. That's awesome. I love Ichiro, I mean, man. I, I'm pretty sure he could replace Segura. But give me Ichiro, put him in Segura's position, and I'm sure he'd do fucking fantastic. I don't know if Ichiro would be good at third base anymore. Those you, reflexes. I think Ichiro's <laughs> uniform that you, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys have ever paid attention to like watching him hit BP or anything like that. If you ever got to the park early or something like that, yeah. but Ichiro's swinging a baseball bat is art. Yeah, and yeah, there, there's there's stories that were like when he was in Seattle, um, that the guys would put hula hoops around right field and like in the in the stands, and they tell oh Ichiro hit the red one, and he'd go and he'd like. He'd do it in a couple swings. Oh, hit in the yellow one, and he'd do it in a couple swings or something like that. Like the, the back control, like everything he does is on purpose. And someone asked him, like, "Oh, if you're such a good hitter, why don't you hit more home runs?" He's like, "Oh, home runs are boring. Like I like to run." I'm like, "Okay." And and that and that's why home always runs don't run. always win games either. Yeah, but each and on top of that, like one of the best arms from the outfield. People forget he had three thousand hits in the bigs, and he came into the league when he was like 27. Yeah, yeah. He had almost three thousand hits already in Japan. <coughs> it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, like, quite literally, one of the greatest baseball players ever. I, I wanted to tie it all back to the Marlins. His first ever walk off hit or walk off home run. I'm sorry, was in a Marlins uniform. He had Damn. never done it before that. Yeah. Yeah, Ichiro is a Ichiro is an absolute specimen, man. That's I, I will say that Love time him. that he was with us, like I, I would go to the park a whole lot. And just seeing like all the international fans that would come over, like each like his old team, like Ichiro jerseys, and he, that was yeah. like 
so freaking dope, man. I, I loved every minute of that. Last I know, time I, I was at the stadium, I saw a guy with an Ichiro, like the orange Marlins jersey, except instead of Ichiro, it was in Japanese yeah, writing yeah. on the back with the 51. I was like, man, I got to get dope. one of those. Yeah. yeah, and it's a shame because Ichiro, like he played here when like Mike Redmond and like fucking Dan Jenny oh. was our fucking manager and poor guy. But dude played from 27 till he was 45. Career 311 hitter, career OPS of almost uh, 757. Just animal. Absolute animal. Love him. Never struck out more than 77 <laughs> – or sorry. Never struck out more than 86 times in a season. He played from 1994 to 2000 in Japan. Yes, and then from 2001 to 2019 in the majors. Imagine if he would have played. Imagine if he would have played. Oh, he would have shattered the hits. He would have shattered the hits record. Oh, yeah. Shattered it. He would have shattered it. Like, literally might have doubled it. Like, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. P-Rose like, had, I mean, but he would have gotten probably close to 5,000 hits. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I, I would. Yeah, I mean. P-Rose like... hit, hit 4,256. I think each year would have gotten, like, close to 5,000. I think he would have gone over that, depending on when you bring him in. I mean, you know, yeah, let's say this is all conjecture at this point. But yeah. if he only played in the majors, he would have done over 5,000 hits, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> but, right. I mean, the the the, only, the last thing I'll say, because, I mean, the Seattle series, we have to talk about Yuri. Yuri, those six shutout innings were incredible. And then... To end the game, that save by Jesus, man. He saved Puck's ass, and Puck better be buying that man like dinner for the next week because that that home run he robbed was fucking impressive. And Jay Davis had to make a couple plays. Jonathan Davis, sorry, <laughs> had to make a couple plays out there too. Yeah. Oh. Jonathan Davis, I mean, you know. I know Spazzy is all over Jonathan Davis, and he—I saw him on Twitter this morning calling him all out. Oh, everybody's appreciating him now. <laughs> so Spaz, give us your your two minute rant on Jonathan Davis, man. I know you got one. No, no, I mean you, you guys—you guys don't know the stats. Somebody like put up his stats, and I, you guys know I don't—I don't really care about any of that shit. But I think he's come in here, and it's been an emergency, and he's fucking—he's done what he's had to do, and he's given—he's helped us out a whole lot, man. So I think we just have to, and plus I. My ongoing joke about the lead singer from Corn. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people are picking up on it, or maybe it's just not funny. I don't know, <laughs> but but I do love me some Jonathan Davis, and he's coming. He he's he's coming clutch, man. So I I'm really happy about him. Yeah. But that catch by Jesus, I was up late. Uh, I think I even uh, I tweeted about it, and I was like, I'm fucking losing my mind right now. Well, it, it was definitely after midnight. It was definitely after midnight, and if you see the video, there's a fan right behind Jesus Sanchez with a glove. Like, really, yeah, right behind his glove, the, the guy's right there. <laughs> he would have snagged it if Jesus didn't yeah. get it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he would have definitely taken it. And, dude, I lost my mind, dude. I was like, what the? My wife is mad at me. Like, it was fantastic. Like, it, yeah, take that W all day. I love it, man. I wish I would have seen it live because I – well, it's probably a good thing I didn't. I'd probably be divorced, screaming and yelling <laughs> around the house that, that hour of the night. But <laughs> Jesus, man! But well, since I mean, June third, he's actually had fourteen hits. Uh, who? G Jesus Sanchez? John? No, Jonathan Davis. Sorry, Jonathan Davis. I jumped okay. in way too late with that. Yeah. Oh no, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah, man, and I'll, I'll fucking take that. Whatever. And yeah. I think his, his first three games, he had a, a good amount of them. I think he his first three games, he might have had like four or five hits. Uh, I know he came in swinging. Yeah. He, came, he, he started really, really hot. Yes. Yeah. He started really hot. And um, and then he kind of cooled off. But whatever, dude. I, I just want him to get his job done. And maybe this Defensively, is Defensively, though, he's been perfect as far as I'm concerned. That's yeah. my dog. That's my dog. Yeah. Keep him up. Keep him up here, bro. That's fine. I think he's going to. I mean, I know we'll talk about it later when we talk about Jazz coming back. But, you know, kind of moving into our next topic and, and, kind of piggybacking on the Seattle series, you know, I think we kind of have to talk about a rise and, and his cold streak that he's in because 
believe it or not, the hit machine did not record a hit against Seattle. Yeah. It was 0 for, 0 for 11. I thought he had one. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, I mean, he had a walk. He had a walk in, in uh, last night's game. But the thing is, is like th- this, this was bound to happen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, a law of averages plays out eventually, and it doesn't mean that he's he's in a slump now or anything like that. He had a bad series; it was, it was gonna happen. Um, you know, it's part it's part of the game, man. And I'm not I'm not worried because he's far and away been our most consistent hitter. Um, but it happens, bro. And and what I what I what I saw a lot of Marlins Twitter's maybe guys that didn't play or or, or didn't or haven't followed for very long, or, or I don't know, that we're, we're trying to kind of rip on our eyes a little bit. I'm like, dude, it's hard to be that good for 162 games, you know, and and it's going to happen. He's going to – this isn't going to be the first – I mean, this is the first. It's not going to be the last. It will happen again. You know, he, he is human. He is immortal. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, it, it's better that we get some of these out of the way oh. now in June than – you know, oh, yeah. you know what? He he's coming. He, he's coming back. We're we're gonna see a Blue Jays team that that's very beatable and a Pirates team that's playing pretty well. So, oh, and you skip the Nats, man. Oh, and the Nats, but, oh, fuck those guys. Yeah, we, but I mean, you know, with a rise, this guy's leading the team in at bats. He's got two hundred and forty-one at bats. The next closest guy is uh, what is it? It's uh, Soler at two thirty-six. My opinion is Arise probably needs a day off or two. Um, give the well, man thank some God rest. They don't play tonight. Well, yeah, but I, I, you know, I mean, we've got, well, we've got the Nats coming up. I mean, I'm sure he'll do fine there. But you know, the next homestand we've got. Um, I don't think we have a a day off in the homestand between the Blue Jays we and don't. Pirates. Is right on through. So yeah, hopefully Skip can get him some rest. And if um, Jazz comes back, you know, maybe that's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But that's my two cents. I'm not worried about him. I think he's still probably going to be in the top five for the MVP race. I think he can clearly win the Silver Slugger. Um, so we'll see. I mean, Spaz, are you are you worried? Are you you selling him, or should I go out and buy oh, my jersey I'm now? Out of here, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I agree with you. I think I think he just needs a couple of days off. I wouldn't be surprised. If tomorrow, when or today, whenever you guys hear this podcast, um, he's not in the lineup, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised, dude. Because seeing those goose eggs, you know, zero 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 zero, it's very unlike him. And um, give him a couple days, bro. Let him let him chill for a little bit. I'm I'm totally okay with that. So not yeah. worried at all. It'll be fine. The the reason why I think maybe the national series isn't the one that maybe he rests because they're a division opponent and they're bad. Um, they're, they're like demonstrably kind of kind of terrible um so it might be one that skips sees on the schedule and says hey like we need all hands on deck we need to win three here and uh you know and then maybe if we lose one then skips like all right you know let's go but after after the pirate series our schedule gets a lot harder for a stretch yeah yeah like like uh july is is brutal um, that's you know, what I kept saying. And the rest of June, June is the month where we find out out if we're contenders because we got to pad that. We got to pad that win record. I mean, Cali, don't even look at August because August is like uh, August. August is brutal too, man. I mean, we're gonna have reinforcements in August. Thankfully, Anderson is gonna be at shortstop in August. Branson, yeah. we're broke boys. We ain't got that money, dog. We broke. He's a rental, man. He's he's free agent after this year. Kim will just be like, "Hey, take some Gatorade and uh, this prospect, and we'll take him for the rest of the year." I will say, I'm looking at it now, and the schedule just gets a lot harder after June. Mm-hmm. So I'm a yeah. little worried, but you know, it, it's I think uh, it, it's tough. I think if I think if there's any series that could lend off a jumping pad for for the Marlins is the series against the Nationals. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's as winnable as it gets, agree. man. And, and they're a team that doesn't hit well. They don't pitch well. They don't do a whole lot well. Um, that, yeah, that's well, one they, that... they fucked us around last time we played them at home. Yeah, yeah, they so. did. But, you know, time to, to have a little, for a little revenge game. We just we just had a couple 
tough ones, you know, back in the yeah. East Coast, you know, tear up the natties a little bit before we come home and see the the Blue Jays and then and then the Pirates. So Let's yeah, go. man. I mean, you know, and you know, I mean, easy segue to our next segment. You know, arises. I think our only our only player right now projected to make the All Star team. So, what are you guys thinking about the All Star voting? Um, I mean, it, it's is that it's as expected. You know, a lot of it is unfortunately a bit of a popularity contest, but I, I agree with with most of it. Um, scrimming through the, um, what's it called through the national league. I mean, we knew Acuna was going to be dominating the bet of uh, the, the, yeah. the boats, you know, Mookie right behind him. Lourdes Guriel being third in outfield voting is absolutely shocking. And then criminal. Yeah. And then Tatis being as high as he is, is, is shocking as well. Um, I think Corbin Carroll definitely deserves that spot. Um, mm-hmm. DH, I'm I'm shocked, I, and this is why it's a popularity contest. Like Bryce Harper being second in voting is is insane, and I love our boy Solar, yeah. but I, I think Travis Darnot is probably most deserving of that right now. Solar should be second, in my opinion. Yeah, but again, that's that's what we get with fan. Yeah. you know, shortstop makes sense, third base makes sense, second base obviously makes sense, first base makes sense, catcher makes sense by. The catcher's the easiest one in history. It's it's Sean Murphy, um, and then the American no. League. You know, it should uh, be Stallings. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, I mean, but genuinely, is there another player in the Marlins that that you think is actually deserving of a of a? Um, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think there's, I don't, I don't, I don't. So, <laughs> I think the most deserving Marlins <clears throat> haven't been healthy and long enough to to make the ballot in my opinion i think jazz when he was healthy was doing really well and had he been healthy this whole time probably could have made the all-star team uh coop coop was coop had a hot well. start got injured for a while came back and he came back hot so you know maybe he could have been on there but no i i think solaire and and arise are really the only two who should have made it and when you compare it with how we looked at last year with all like we had a what six all-stars last year? No. I feel like we had six. Yeah, no. we had a lot. What? Last year? No, yeah. dude. Yes, we did. And that had to be a record. I can't remember having six all-stars on the Marlins. That can't be right. Go go on your computer and do that. I'm looking it up right now. I'm not No, the Max. Yeah, maybe. because we had pitchers. We had pitchers on that roster too. Um, okay. No, but yeah, still not. This year we're not going to have any pitchers outside of maybe like Yuri, probably if he's still he up. I don't think he's eligible. But, yeah. yeah, I think you have to have a certain amount of starts. Yeah, though. I don't think you're, yeah, and it's selected by the <laughs> it's selected by the coaches the too. And like the and then the player the managers of the teams have to like get involved in the whole thing. Politics of baseball so dumb. I mean, I get it for for pitchers for the All Star game. I get it. I, I I agree with it just because you don't want your your superstars getting a bunch of innings into the belt. That's why everyone throws an inning or two and that's it. But um, right, yeah, sorry, I mean, we had three last year. Fucking told this you. This year we're probably gonna have one. We'll have Let's one. be honest. Arise right. is gonna be the only one. Sa- Sandy might get the the popularity bump too. You know, no. but. You know, because people know who he is, so they want him there. He's a Cy Young. But, you know, my point was is I think it's showing, like, we are we have a much better record this year at this point than we did last year. I think it's – we probably have a better team than we do, you know, individuals, in, in my opinion, this year. Yeah, and unfortunately, when when you're a team without any sexy names, any, any big names, it's going to happen. You know, the fact that Solaire is third or fourth or whatever it is in, in – you know, DH. It's it's mostly specifically because he he's won two World Series and yeah. you know people know who he is. Like and then well, and he's ar- arises undeniable. Twenty home runs. Yeah, like, that's yeah. nothing to sneeze about. Yeah, but he's also hitting like two ten or whatever the where the hell he's hitting right now. Two fifty eight. Hey, he's bringing it up, my boy. Solar power and lighting. There you go. Um. Yeah. Copyright. The, it's uh, a <laughs> bad pending. Um, 
it's a popular in contest, man. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not pretending that it's not, and it's, it's fan voting. So the team, that's why you're gonna have a ton of braids in there. You know, a lot of them probably deserve it. Um, you know, a lot of Cardinals, a lot of Dodgers, even the Dodgers may not have a bunch of people that deserve it. The Padres are going to have a bunch of people that probably don't deserve it. You know, that's just the nature of the beast in terms of, you know, baseball voting. It's never, I, I never take any of it to heart just because it's, it's a, you know, whatever. No me gusta. I don't like it at all. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Listen, I think Major League Baseball is the only all-star game worth watching. Out of all the major professional sports, I think they're the only ones who have figured out how to make it enjoyable and watchable. Um, I'm going to be honest. When it used to mean something, yes, it doesn't mean anything anymore. So, well, Because uh, the winner, though, if, for, those you listen, for those of you listening that don't <laughs> know, it used to be that whichever whichever league won the all-star game, that's the team that had home field advantage in the World Series. Um, that's yeah. not the case anymore. They took that away a couple years ago. Look at so. Chris, the Yankee fan, first of all, giving thumbs up and being like, yeah, my No, Yankee but he's fan. right. He's right, though. He's right. <laughs> he is. You, you, say- can't deny, you can't deny the fact that Cali is, is correct with that. I mean, it's not worth anything like it was years ago. Uh, I agree. So, I mean, yeah, how'd I- that advantage work out in 03, Chris? <laughs> it was it was terrible. I was stuck in front of a bird bowl while everybody is banging pots and pans wearing nothing but Yankees drove. <laughs> yeah that's on you um but i will say baseball probably has the best like all-star like setup in terms of because you have the home run derby you know the home run derby is to me like i'll watch the home run derby before i watch the all-star game i don't i don't watch the all-star game all that much to be honest well, with you. um and then the celebrity softball game i'm actually a huge fan of by the way oh, i love it yeah that's yeah awesome. I, I i understand what brands is saying and i i agree Cause that home run derby is always a whole lot of fun, and then they 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 did the the change recently where you have that uh because it used to be I mean ages it used ago. to be just ten outs yeah 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 exactly but now you get those T-Mobile pink balls I think the, I mean, yeah, yeah no they've always had the golden no, ball. the golden ball was the last one when you had nine that was outs. the last one yeah well, now you hit it a certain distance you get a few extra or a few extra seconds or something yeah like now it's now it's timed which I think is from a hitter's perspective is better I don't because. Like it. I like it more just because, <laughs> you know, with the ten outs, you, you like I what was it the year that McGuire, like he he hit like or Hamilton rather he hit like was it twenty two in the first round and then he was just burned out. Oh yeah, that was in um in, Houston, Yankee I Stadium. Think, no, right? the Yankee Stadium. Oh, Josh Hamilton hit like twenty two in the first round and then he was just tired. I'm like, well, oh, that's not exciting. Like, so yeah, I like the, I like the clock, you know. And then what is it if you hit if you hit a if you hit one or something like that like the like the clock stops or you get more time or something like that. You have timeouts. You have timeouts. So like they get yeah, and the timeouts. Yeah. Your teammates come and like fan you off. And they give you the Gatorade. Yeah. They give you Gatorade. You're there. And then like, and then you go back. But dude, it's, it's gotta be tough so, in that bat for like, it's exhausting, hours. man. People, yeah, it's especially exhausting. when you're, especially when you're like swinging for the fences, bro. Like it's exhausting, man. Like, Bro, that, so, that, shit's, that shit's not light, bro. Like, you know, these these guys are swinging, swinging 32, 33, 34 ounce bats, like loaded up to the tits, bro. Like that, that's that's a that's a piece of lumber, brand. That's that's tough. So, so we're talking about the home run derby, right? So, the Marlins realistically have a chance of having a player in there. Do you want Solaire in the home run derby this year? One thousand percent. Yes. Without question. Yes. Give it to me. I say yes. no. Uh, a pure say, oh, a message. Solar already has like a pure like launch angle home run swing like that. Like he's not he's not a guy that's that's trying to get on top of the baseball and spray it in the gap. Every single home swing that Solar puts on is a swing for the fences. His swing is go not gonna, his swing is not going to be yeah. affected by a home run derby. Let him fucking do it. Like guys like Griffey and those type of guys. Like I get why they didn't love the home run derbies. Like Albert Pujols, like I get why that guy didn't love the home run derbies because he was very methodical in the way he did things, you know. But a lot of these guys that like, you know, that they already swing like that, fucking let them do it, bro. Like that's that's what we're there for. Like so, ju- like Justin Bohr being in the in the home run derby a couple years ago was felt one of the highlights of my time as a Marlins fan. Cali, when I think it was Stanton fed him a donut in between. Yeah. Yo, yeah, I was, I was losing my mind when he said, <laughs> and then 
I, I think they the, the his I think he either had a bobblehead or a giveaway or something where he has a donut. Dude, Justin Bour forever has my respect. He was the funnest dude. And funny enough, him and Ichiro were like real good buddies when he was in the Marlins. So like, man, that that home run number was awesome. But yes, give me. I'm, fucking just, trying to, I'm just trying to find out what Justin Bour is doing with his life right now because I miss that guy. He went. I don't to, think you want to know. Yeah, no. He he went to uh, either Japan or I think uh, he's in Japan. No, no, no. He went to Korea. I want to. No, say. he. Well, his post on February 10th is him hanging it up. He, he, he okay. retired. All right. So, but yeah, he did go right. to Korea for a little bit. Or I just... found the bobblehead on eBay. There you go. It's Forty bucks yeah. right now. It's Justin Bohr wearing a cape, holding a baseball bat like this with donuts on it. I remember that one, bro. Yeah. You need to send me the link. You need, you need to send me the link for that. Actually, I'll send you the link, dude. But that's so much fun. I mean, yeah. Give me, give me solar, man. Give me solar. You know what? And then we do a bobblehead. With Solar, when he wins that shit with a Cuban sandwich, fucking give it to me, bro. El Cubano Gigante. Yeah, man, go out there with the with the was it a four foot long Cuban sandwich? Give yeah, him a bite. It feeds it feeds a uh, three to six. Oh my god, no, man, they go out there with some cafecito instead. Oh, whatever it is, I'm all. For I mean, it. if we really want to go Cuban to Miami, there's another substance we can, you know, they can run out there with a piece of glass ready to go. You know, a little piece of mirror. Oh boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kelly, go! Hey man, if we're going Miami, we're going Miami, bro. Like, listen, man. We next time we go to the stadium, we'll have some cafecito. We'll contemplate the four foot Cuban sandwich. If Danny and Chris are there, we're in. I can't do that. Yeah, but you can you can participate. You can watch. You can video the other the rest of us going after it, doing what we got to do because we got to break our jumbotron record. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were on the jumbotron. I will say, we we're trying to take even a few bites of that Cuban sandwich, which will kill me. So, well, you can eat something else. R- we risk just need reward. You to be risk the cameraman. But you know, so guys, it's happening. It's happening soon. Jazz's return. Can't wait, dude. I saw him taking BP. The what do you think is going to happen? When is he coming back? I mean, I don't know. But I like because they said that he was going to come back during the road trip. He didn't come back. You know, we're maybe on the same. road against the Nats. Oh, we are. Again. I keep on talking about the Nats. Very forgettable. <laughs> you team. keep overthinking them. You're moving right to the Blue Jays, man. Fuck me. Yeah, maybe he comes That's back for the Nats. Um, I'd imagine they ease him back into maybe like a heavy defensive set. Um, but someone's going to have to go down. I, and again, we we had this conversation last week about who that might be. Um, odd man out is probably Hampson right now. I'd say hundred percent Hampson. Yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd be anybody else. I'd be interested to see if they DFA Jonathan Davis, but considering how he's been playing, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do that. But well, what they gave up in that trade, I know that's that's why I don't think they would. They didn't just give up like a, a forty-year-old minor league prospect. Like they gave up a decent prospect. Yeah, that, and that's why I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll they'll do that. Um, so I don't know, man. I I think Hampson's the, the odd man out here. So, but let's see. But it's a good problem to have. Again, we we talk about making Skip's life very difficult. We want to do that. So, what do you think, Spaz? Uh, no, yeah, I, I I think Hampson would probably be the odd man out. And um, man, watching him take batting practice today was um, I've I, I fucking love uh, his swing. But just watching him, you know, it wasn't like crazy hard or anything like that. But yeah, I, I can't wait for him to come back and do some damage and uh, hopefully contribute to our wins. Um, but yeah, man, I Hampson's out. I, I can't yeah. see else. I can't see anybody else. Uh, uh, you know, being sent home or whatever, down or. Yeah, I. I mean, I'd imagine you know he he'll he'll probably go right into he might DH a little bit at first, but he's he's gonna pick up defensive duty in center again. Um, Solar will probably be a more full time DH at that point, like we saw when everyone was healthy. So. I don't want him to go back to center. Neither do he's I. Going to. I don't want him to. I know you don't want him to, but he's going to. <laughs> I want him to be our DH. It won't happen. Jazz or DH? It yeah. won't happen. What's wrong with you, bro? No, put him at fucking short. It's, he's not going to play short. I know that. 
Cali's he's not going to play short. The only only infield position I can see him playing is second when Arise needs a day off. But I I think that if you want to realistically have a chance at the playoffs, I think you have to protect Jazz. And I think moving him to DH is a that's a legitimate conversation that the front office and Skip are having right now. Because if they put him in center and he gets hurt again, because I guarantee you he will get hurt again. Because he throws them like a ragdoll. That's why. Right. So you have Jonathan Davis out there in center. He's hitting all right. He's doing a great job defensively. You know, do you yeah, risk but- putting Soler out in, in the outfield? Branson, no. but the, I'd the, rather the, have Soler in the outfield than Jazz. Listen, <coughs> the, face, the face of MLB the show cannot be DH. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, and, and I fucking hate games. I'm not a gamer. That's you guys. I don't. I don't give a shit about all that. But the Listen, face MLB of, the show. Well, go ahead, Spaz, and then I'll go on my rant. <laughs> but I won't be the show. I'm just I, Jazz. I'm, I'm, I'm giving shit to all you gamers, but the face of basically like MLB. Jazz is a dude. Anybody, anybody, any team, they're like, Oh, yeah, Jazz, the Marlins, Jazz. He cannot be DH, he has to be on the field both sides. And you know, I it's 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 a tough decision, and I would love for him to be healthy forever. Uh, but he's got to be out there, he's got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, the, my thing is, is <laughs> you're okay. I will, I am comfortable, I will comfortably bet my life that Jazz does not touch the infield this year. Oh, it comes to believe my life. Um, he's our most athletic player. Y- y- we need that guy on the field, plain and simple. I know we want to protect him and, and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, is coaching. And, like, maybe now since he's been out, like, hey, man, you can't just keep running into the fucking wall, you know, three times a game. Yes. Um, but, you know, learn how to fucking read the – like, you know, when you, when you start feeling dirt, when you're going back for a ball, that means to slow down. That means to stop because a wall is going to be there in about eight feet. Um, you know, he, he's our most athletic guy, man. We, we, you know, he's, he's gotten before he got hurt. He was playing so much better in the outfield than in the beginning of the season. He's the emotional leader of this team, man. Like that's a guy I want out there getting on, getting on people's cases, you know, kind of commanding the outfield like he was doing, you know, and, and I think that's his role. And also, George Soler is a liability in the outfield. Um, and I would like him to play less of that. So <laughs> it is called the warning track for a reason. Yes, but for some for jazz, 100%. it's not for jazz, it's not the warning track. <coughs> it's the too late track. Yeah, for yeah. jazz, I, he feels like it's the infield dirt. He's ready to keep going. <laughs> I, I saw him get injured and he looked like you know that character Gumby from like years ago on TV. Yeah. He yep. looked like Gumby flopping all over that wall. I said, "Oh, that's that's not that's no bueno." <laughs> yeah, and I I forget who somebody else had a very similar in- injury at uh, Dodger Stadium over the weekend. I think. Oh uh, yeah, they, yeah, they they had a bad one. I, I can't remember. Who yeah, it I just saw some tweets about it. And it was something. It yeah, and I, I was reading an article about it, and they were comparing it to the Jazz injury because it was it was basically due to. That chain link fence, like like we have in center field, and then there was like the exposed concrete on the bottom of the fence that ended up. Uh, this guy had a fractured toe, I think, and Jazz obviously had turf toe, but uh, similar injuries. So I don't know. Listen, I'm all for Jazz being on the field, um, but you know, at the same time, selfishly, I want to protect him. So I think. You know, I'm not alone in the DH conversation, by the way. Peter Pratt is the one who put the idea in my head. Friend of the pod, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. And so now I'll go on my rant. Out of principle, (coughs) I will not say anything about Peter Pratt. I'll say that he's entitled to his opinion. He's a smart man, friend of the pod. We love him. Ridiculously handsome, I will say. Oh, yeah. Scouser. Even most better. handsome scouser I've ever seen. Easy. Outside of Trent Alexander Arnold. <laughs> Steven Gerrard? Jamie Carr? Come on, man. Oh my god, he's, he's, he's better fans. looking than Carr. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, Carr is a fox, bro. What's wrong with you? Marlins, Marlins. Stop talking about Anyway. Liverpool. So now my my rant about MLB the show. Jazz is the cover athlete, right? 
when yeah. every time Jazz comes up to bat, what's the same sound I have to hear all the time? The same sound bite. And, and it's great. It's a good fact about his grandmother who played for the Bahamian national softball team until she was 60. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. But MLB the show. Get your shit together and get more sound bites about Jazz if you're putting him on the fucking cover. I'm tired of hearing about that every time he comes up to bat. The man is more interesting than that one fact. Well, for a game that makes so much money, for a game that makes so much money, they should have a couple more factoids in there. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The man's exciting. I I love him. He's electric. He's electric. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so hopefully we'll be able to see him. But what do you guys think about the two series is coming up? Um, Nationals, I mean, I keep forgetting it's happening. So that's how little concern I have for the Nationals. They're playing bad baseball right now. They're not a good team. That's a team we got to sweep. Blue Jays, a little tougher. Um, Definitely a bit tougher. They they have some they have some pretty impressive bats in the in the lineup. Um, You know, thirty eight and thirty two. They're good in a, in a loaded uh, AL East. Um, you know, it's going to be a challenge, but they're built, they're, their pitching really isn't fantastic. So I think it's uh, outside of Barrios, I think it's a good opportunity for us to maybe get, you know, two out of three there. So, so what are you thinking overall? Three in or five and one? Five and one, have to. Yeah. I'm with you. I think five and one. I, I think if we don't sweep the Nats, we're going to let them squeak away again. We should have swept them the first time. And then I think we, we got to take at least two out of the the Blue Jays series because, like we talked about, July and August are going to be rough. I will go ahead and be the pessimist that I always am. God damn it, Spaz. <laughs> You guys are way too positive, man. Come on. Oh, uh, six. <laughs> no, fuck <laughs> Chris. One give me five. Danny back. Give me Danny back. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll do four two. We we have to deal with the nationals. We have to deal with the nationals. That that's gotta be taken care of. Uh man, Blue Jays, I'm actually a little bit more uh scared of. Um, you know, so but I'll do four and two. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's I'll come take back four home. and two. Yeah, four and two, and then let's come back home and have a nice homestand. Let's do that. Well, Blue Jays are home. Oh, they. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah Blue Jays are oh, home. Oh, really? sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Nationals at the end. Of, sorry, that's yeah, why I have. Nationals are away for three. Blue Jays are home for three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So let's. We're going to be recording the while the Pirates game is on next week. I'll be there for some uh, Blue Jays ass beatings uh, next weekend. I'm actually thinking about trying to go to a Tuesday game because they, they still got that MLB little deal going on, right? So I can get the game. Uh, at the Jazz's section? Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. I think yeah, that's yeah. a Jazz day. Yeah, so I got Branton his shirts because Branton couldn't make it, so I got him his shirts. The shirts are really fucking cool. Well, um, I only need one. You have to keep the other one. No, nah, I mean, I won't. Yeah, but whatever. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think there is a deal for the actual game. Uh, Branson just got the shirt, so I don't know, Branson. I don't know if there was another. Like- also, Taco Tuesday at the park that day. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, you get a shirt. You get to sit in a special section. and then um, $1 kids tickets. Get- well, and then you get entered in to a meet and greet with Jazz at the end of the season. Oh, shit. So all the I people that, that sit in that nice. section get entered in and – they pick so many people and they get to go meet jazz. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you're technically then, uh, the running. That's technically. Nice. Yeah. Well, technically. no, technically I think Callie bought the tickets. So, Oh, Callie's the running. <laughs> Callie got like 10 entries. <laughs> and then of course we had to, and then of course we had to have only Spazzy and Danny were there. Yeah. And then shout out Andy. Oh yeah, yeah. Andy Shandola, and then our uh, our raffle winner, winner. Our, our ticket winner, Romeo Rodriguez, also showing up. Yeah, yeah, your your former student. Yep, former student. That's right. I, I listen. Everybody who listens to this podcast is a former student of Cali, in my opinion. 
but <laughs> so we've 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 given our predictions and there's one last thing we want to hit on and then we'll let you all get back to your days and and I'll let Spazzy lead this one off because I know he is a he is all excited about this. Tell us about it, Spaz. What is it? I am a huge fan. If you look at my work desk, I mean, I haven't been to my work desk in uh, about two and a half years, but my work desk has a bunch of bobbleheads, a bunch of baseballs, a bunch of Marlins fucking shit. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Look at that Conine bobblehead go. So they announced uh, three bobbleheads that I'm super, super excited about. Uh, the first one being uh, June 25th, Sandia Cantara uh, holding up the Cy Young uh little little plaque so that's june 25th that's a little bobblehead coming out uh callie and i are very excited about the next one which is chuck carr on july 9th and when i think about chuck carr this is like for my old old heads like my old marlins head when i think <coughs> of marlins i think of chuck carr and uh, rest in peace because he did pass away, I believe, last year. Very uh, recently. Yeah, 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 or maybe mm-hmm. this year, but rest in peace. Chuck Carr is one of the first Marlins that I remember seeing playing, and I was like, dude, I, I want to watch this guy play baseball. Great fucking player. And, uh, yeah, so they're giving they're doing a bobblehead for Chuck Carr, which is amazing. Uh, of course, I'm going to be in D.C. for that one, so I am I got, heavily I relying I got on you, guys to come through. I got you, Papa. Don't worry. I'm going to get there. $300, extra. and I'll hook you up. Yeah. I'll exactly. be there, too, so I'll try to get you one. There you go. Listen, it's a team effort, Callie. It takes a village. It takes a village. And then the third bobblehead that everyone's very excited about, August 29th, I believe, will be Levon Hernandez himself. And I I'm want sure it. he's going to be at the park. Levon Hernandez bobblehead. And it's going to be fantastic i'm sure he's gonna say i love you miami when he throws out the first pitch it's gonna be great so we have san diego bobblehead we have a chuck Carr bobblehead and then we have a levon hernandez bobblehead coming up three games that nobody should meet should miss and get there super early for so super i I already uh i already got my ticket for the for the june 25th one for sandy so i'll be there for that one yeah i will say nice i'll be there all right fuck yeah nice I will say, just I want to touch on it. Uh, the giveaway for the teal jersey, the teal and black secret jersey, I had never seen so many people. Or Danny went to that one, and I have never seen so many people there early at the Budweiser bar before a game. I got there like an hour before, and it was just people around there, teal and black. Super cool to see, man. I was really stoked to see all that. Yeah, we'll tell them to get out of our spot. They better not be there the 25th. <laughs> <laughs> and. And before you guys jump off the the bobblehead stuff, I went ahead and I fetched the put the picture of Justin Bohr. There oh, you go. There he is. In there. There he is. What a king. Love yeah. him. Love that. I love it. Oh man. Oh, that was a good one. Justin Bohr was a he's a fantastic parlor. Oh. I feel like that that how can we end it any better than Justin Bohr with donuts on his bat? So let's go around one last time. Callie, what what do you want to tell our, our listeners and our friends out there? Um, I think uh, to get a little more serious, I think everyone needs to come together and work very, very, very hard to get me a Chuck Car bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the only it's mission you have. Yes. <laughs> that should be the only mission you have to get me a Chuck Carr bobblehead. I need it like I need oxygen. Okay, so everyone listening, please, I need it. I need it. So that's all I got. I'll walk away with like five of them. So I got you. <laughs> he's gonna. Fl- Chris is gonna flip it to me. He's like, "Hey man, I'll give it to you, but I need some cash for us." Yeah, we <laughs> Clearly, I already told you I got you, but no, I'm just. Uh... You know, everyone uh, hopefully uh, is enjoying the podcast and uh, uh, like, subscribe, comment, say what you think, say what you uh, want us to fix about it. Um, Miss Danny, Miss Danny's good looks on the podcast. Our our podcast got like 30% less handsome when he was not here. Uh, but Chris did a great job. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. Kristen is and making Chris, all that. 
what do you have for for our fans on your battered uh, Marlins debut? Well, I mean, you guys do a phenomenal job on the podcast. Danny's the piece of crap, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I, I anybody that I know that's a Marlins fan, I constantly tell them to come and check you guys out because. You guys not only give great information, but in a way that that makes it entertaining to digest and to find that kind of content. It's it's kind of hard out here, you know. So, yeah, man, uh, you guys are gonna keep rocking and and yeah, like and subscribe, man, for sure. Love you, Chris. Love you, Chris, man. And and guys, I promise we'll be back next week, and we will be, according to Spaz, thirty percent more handsome. And so thank you guys for listening. Like, subscribe, share it with your friends, and get out to the ballpark during this homestand. Get your Sandy bobblehead. Get your Taco Tuesdays. Get your Thirsty Thursdays. And Get me my Chuck Carr fucking bobblehead. I got you, Bob. <laughs> and always, guys, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye.